Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That's nice. Oh, there's a new tune in the world, baby. <laughs> a little different <laughs> style. Oh, hey, that kind of makes me want to do a little of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you want to dance, if you want to prance, folks, we are a band, and today we just dropped a brand new single, so you're listening to a special episode. Booyah! Check it out wherever you buy or stream music. Gardens of Gamora by the Sloppy Boys is live. Uh, and let's now get to the show. <laughs> hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Woo! And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? New single drop day, Stylies. Stylies. We are your hosts, the band, the Sloppy Boys. Yes, yes. With, we got new music out there, huh? We haven't had new music in a long time. (laughs) Ooh, and it's funky, too. It's funkier than ever, I would say. It's really funky, and it's a surprise single drop. That not that kind of cool? Yeah. That's kind of what the real uh, mystery artists do. Yeah. Yeah. Mysterious. Question mark and the Mysterians. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> and people know we've uh, dropped three albums before. Mm-hmm. A perfect summer trilogy, some say. But if you listen to Gardens of Gomorrah, it definitely has a certain sheen, doesn't it? Has a little mm. better production as if a yeah. producer helped us with it. Yeah, almost as if it was produced by Money Mark of Beastie Boys fame. Yeah. He was cool. And Beck fame. And several other fames as well. A legend. Guys, this is the dude. I mean, he co-wrote Sabotage. You know, you know uh, Beck, where it's at? That's Mark on keys. He plays with David Byrne and Cypress Hill, and he's an amazing producer. Yeah, yeah, yes. The yeah, yeah, yes. And we recorded this shit at the legendary Sonic Ranch on a big pecan farm in West Texas, Torneo, just outside of El Paso, in the same studio where Lil Yachty recorded his new album. Yes. Yeah. The same exact room? Do we get the same room as him? Yeah, dude. Wow. Are you for real? Yeah. 
I knew he was down there, or not when we were there. I think he had just left, right, when we were Yeah, because they, they were all, everybody was abuzz about Yachty was there. Jack White also had just done some stuff down there, too, I yeah. think. Oh. It was very hey, cool. Money Mark had just gotten off stage with Hot Chip. He flew in from Coachella to produce that track. Yeah. Damn. He knows what he's doing. He's super talented. And he's one of these guys, like, if you go out with him and you, or you're, say you're at a, a Grammy party or something, he would, like, know everybody and everyone would know him. Oh yeah, yes, not that it. I've been to a Grammy party before, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I imagine that he would. <laughs> um, and normally in the past, we just kind of plop and drop the album, huh? That's kind of been the previous approach. Yeah, but we had a single, so we said let's let it mingle. Yeah, sometimes artists drop singles on the way to releasing an album. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And what's cool is on our in our Patreon episode this week, we were talking about best fourth albums. That was kind of coy boy of us. Yeah, that was, um, that was interesting. But we're rolling out this fucker. We've been sitting on this. We're so excited to share with the world because uh, we rock and we're a band. <laughs> That's why I'm excited too, Tim. Yeah. We rock, we roll, we do a bramble stroll. <laughs> <laughs> take take this uh, this new song out with you on your, your bramble ramble. Oh, this one? What some people, some people are calling a bramble stroll. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have a Pim's Cup, have a Clover Club on this Bramble Ramble, folks. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's a little more, uh, it's a little more hip hop centric. This song, it's cool. I like it. It's really chopped and screwed. It completely, utterly rocks. I feel like today's a special day. We should let's end this episode by playing our this new single, Gardens of Gomorrah, uh, uh, as a whole. But then let's be honest. This whole kind of episode is going to be sort of. Uh, a premiere party, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Celebratory, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, folks, if you listen to it at the end of this episode, still go on Spotify and listen to it there. Yeah, we need it. Boost it up. Kick it up that algorithm. Buy it. Try it. Rank and report. Beyond just listening to Don't it, do that it. thing where you, on your Instagram story, you share the, the, the Spotify thing on your story. And people are like, oh. 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 What if I click on this? <gasps> the song. Oh. Maybe you tweet it. And as always, always tag 100 Gex. <laughs> and as always. Hey, we saw 100 Gex, Tim and I. I know. Tell me about it. That was so wild. Good. It, was, it was so good. Also, I couldn't believe how good it sounded. Like, oh, really? for a band that is so shrill, it sounded so polished shrill. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw uh, you guys were there and sent some video. I couldn't go when they were in New York. I had some an engagement I had to take care of. But uh, they were here, and I saw videos from that, too, and it's just like a wild sound fest. Yeah. Can I say that? A wild sound fest? Safe to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tim and I, we you know, we worked our way up front. We're on I the saw side, you were. We, you we were really close. got in there. That was great. Was there a mosh pit? We were trying. Kind of, but it's like a respectful Gen Z mosh pit. <laughs> well, actually, actually, uh, uh, our friend Lil Mookie B got uh, kind of elbowed a little bit. And uh, and he was complaining oh, that Gen Z was being rough on it on uh, no, 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 millennial. <laughs> Gen Z beat me up. <laughs> Poor guy. I love Gex, and I knew, and I love this. I've been listening to the new album so much, so I knew I was going to love the show. But there's something that, like it's just two people on stage doing karaoke, you know. But like there, there's not a band really. But I mean, there was a guitar. The guitar came out at some point. There was a lot of multimedia screen type stuff going on. It was really fun and just like. Every song is candy, you know. Like every single yeah. song is like, "Oh, they're playing it." They play, uh, they play uh, "Frog on the Floor." Yeah, yeah, they did. Oh, that's great. So, did they? Did they? Somebody told me like between each song, or for like "Frog on the Floor," they were like, "Hey, everybody, look down." 
Now look up. When you look down, was there a frog on the floor? And then they start playing it. Did they do like little? Yeah, there was like a lot of bits like that. That's great. They're the best. They did Money Machine. They did uh, Stupid Horse. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Uh, I went to a fun show the other night. I said to myself, I said, Mike, you live in New York City. There's music all over the place. Go to a heavy metal concert. (gasps) Go check it out. And I found a, a friend of mine. Uh, well, you know, friend of the pod, and we've had him on before, uh, Matt Haskell, who uh, you know, know talked about the Kier beer. Mm-hmm. He know he's he used to be more of a metalhead in his younger days. He knows Saint Vitus is a uh, is like a metal bar. So mm-hmm. me and this other friend of mine, we all went and we saw three bands, and it was it was great. It was like this one band was really this the band that played in the middle was called uh, Wayland Storm. And it was, they were all lit from like behind and red lights from like behind and lower. So it looks like they were like falling into some sort of chasm. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just like, I think they were called Texas Doom Metal. It was just like really fast and like, (laughs) that's great. There was no mosh pitting though. Really? I was kind of actually happy about that. I don't think I want to get in a mosh pit that. Oh, you wouldn't last for a second. (laughs) No way. (laughs) <laughs> you're coughing just thinking about it <laughs> i did do i know i went when i went wah made me cough wah, um i did uh when i was at a guar concert once i crowd surfed michael you've been to a couple guar concerts have you not i just the one just oh one. yeah you have the shirt and i but was I like well mike's so a real guar guy i am a guar guy i really like it it's a, it's a fun show and it's i'm trying always trying to find out when they're touring near me we got to be a little sloppier messier on stage you know sure get some fluid Fine. splashing around well, when people bring up shots for us, we usually spill some of those. Yes. What about in Oakland uh, last fall when I blacked out oh. and started eating money out of, out of people's Oh, hands? man, that was the best show. That was <laughs> Oakland? Oakland. Wow, Oakland. That was o- fantastic. Officially our most fun show we've ever done. Officially. There was a, there was a, a, a magic in the air because we that historically played San Francisco. Oh, yeah, Durham was wild. But I feel like the fact that we've always played San Francisco and then we came to the East Bay for mm. the first time, the Oakland fans really wanted to show us a good time. So they brought us quite a bit of fireball. New York City Chelsea Hall was Chelsea Music Hall was a good one, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that getting kind of raucous. But uh, Oakland has Tim's famous guitar solo. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, boy. That's on our Instagram oh, somewhere. We're, we were playing Wooly Bully. And then I kind of... <laughs> Played a guitar solo where none of you know those solos where none of the notes are in the key of the song. Didn't line in the up. key in any order that sounds like Not, a scale. It doesn't sound the way the guitar players sound. It was like it, it was like very diddly. It was you could really hear the pick on the string. A yeah, lot of the time. a lot of hand motion sounds. The bass is steady as ever. And then the the guitar comes in. I can hear my fingers hitting the pickups <laughs> and magnetic problems going on. Oh boy, that was a good time. We, uh, I think we had a bunch of people come on stage for birthdays. We sang happy birthday. One kid got on stage and uh, thought the bathroom. He went back behind me and like went towards the, towards the amps, the amps on the wall. <laughs> and uh, we were like, he then he went back in the st- and then after the uh, song, I was like, what were you doing? And he's like, I thought a bathroom was back there. Oh boy. <laughs> So he came on stage. Well, I think we've talked about this already. His kids are nuts. He was nuts. I forget his name, but he was great. Um, oh, it was like Xander or something like but that. But folks, that's the vibe. Yeah. 
Zane. It was Zane. His name yeah, was Zane. And then we tried to get his girlfriend to dump him. <laughs> we were like, dump Zane, dump Zane. And she wouldn't. I think she got back to us the next day on, on Instagram. I was like, I stayed with Zane. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. She should stay with Zane. Zander's. But folks, that's the vibe. You come see the Sloppy Boys. It is raucous. People are getting up there. People don't know where the bathroom is. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to take it to a whole new level when we're, we're playing our first festival show in September at Hopscotch oh, yeah. in Raleigh, North Carolina. Did you see this lineup? Fucking yeah, it's insane. It's wild. It's crazy. Pavement, Dinosaur Jr. What the fuck is going on? Japanese breakfast, American football. Japanese breakfast? Fuck. Always. Us? That's going to be great. Us? Hey, Dear Blanca. Yeah, Dear yes. Blanca. Those are, those are our boys. Those are our Ooh, boys. Love it. That's, those are our fucking boys, and we would take a bullet for them, and we would lay down in traffic for every one of them. <laughs> I just hope that that doesn't come up. I don't hope they don't say yeah. like, hey, would you guys uh, lay down in traffic for us? Like, you said right. it on the pod. Everyone no, heard well, it. Well, you know, the pod's kind of a joke thing. <laughs> I'll do it. All right. It's one of those joke episodes. That's a good catch-up, though. Wow. What a week for the band and for the Crazy. pod. Crazy. Oh, Jeff, don't say ketchup. Don't say ketchup? Keto. Oh, keto. <laughs> Are you nuts? Any updates on the keto? I'm weeks straight wow. of keto. Damn. This man is heading swiftly into ketosis. I think so. And I, you know what? It's funny. I was like, I looked up recently. I was like, when when do you hit ketosis? And I, it was like, um, or signs you've hit ketosis. And it was like, here's, you know, 10 signs that you have are doing it. And one was like, was bad breath. Oh, well, how would you know the difference? <laughs> yeah, you got ketosis. You Let me tell you. <laughs> the king oh. of ketosis himself. Oh, all hail. Bow down. Is this uh, a ketosis or halitosis? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hold on. This will be, I got to get my list here. Uh, to, I got to add two more names to people whose asses I have to kick. Oh, the chop list? That's right. Chow. <laughs> Don't get chopped. Uh, also, the other one the other one was like feeling really like sleepy. And I was like, oh, that's why I like, can't get up in the morning these days. Yeah. Damn. But you yeah. get over it and then you get focused. Energy and There's focus. There's no reason to get up. It's a writer's strike. I know, but I still like to get up. That's good for your Sigma grind set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yes. I got to do that. Hustle culture mentality, folks. M drive. Hustle, hustle, muscle, muscle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that what you do when Jeff when you're pumping iron? Hustle, yeah. hustle, oh, muscle, muscle. Wait, does this drop in June? Am I jacked yet? <gasps> yeah, you're jacked, folks. Oh yeah. yeah, are you jacked? Mission accomplished. Jacked <laughs> by June. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Thanks, both of you. You man. look jacked. You're huge. Huge. You're swole. Huge. Hey, everybody, watch The Apprentice. The Apprentice is going to be huge this year. The Apprentice, my man, it's going to be huge. And if you don't do it, you're fired. <laughs> he, he was All right, good. can we get into the booze news, please? Hit it! Ooh, right on key. <laughs> Uh, this is where they just play the full song and I don't like it. <laughs> it's a good song though. Full shot, hooray! Okay, here we go. Okay. <laughs> you guys gotta edit more than this. Full shot, hooray! 
goes, that's that's somebody's signature doing yeah, the weird synthy shit. Who is this? Bull shots array was sent to us by King Kang, the Kang or Eric Kang. Oh, if Kanger. you have a booze I news theme, email it to the Sloppy Boys podcast at gmail.com. And if you want to hobnob with slapheads like Kanger, subscribe to our Patreon where you can gain access to our Discord and hear all of our other podcasts. Yeah, shows. we love Kanger. Hanger's a good Kanger's a good hobnob, but Kanger. You're killing me with playing 45 seconds of unedited. It's a good song, Jeff. You don't want to hear Tom Morello's drop D riffs? We're going to go to jail. Uh, <laughs> uh, were, were you saying there, Tim? Uh, uh, Tim, were you saying Bullshot Hooray? Bullshot's yeah. Hooray. Ah. Bullshot as in a, a cocktail that's beef and vodka and lemon. Yeah. Bullion, beef bullion. And did you say that? Broth. During the episode? Yeah, we yeah, were, you said we were making a whole joke about we had it. A whole, one of our that was a long time. hilarious riffs. Um, I'll <laughs> tell you though, since then, remember we were talking about rap rock, which led to new metal and stuff like that. We had a little convo, and I we mentioned that we liked the song "Toxicity" by System of a Down. I can't stop listening to that song. Holy shit, really? That's good. Yeah, at that's the peak cool. of it, the, the 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 climax when it's like, "Yeah, what do you want the world?" Harder. He sounds just like me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's got that cookie monster. Um, the the drum fills are ferocious. It's so good. Sure, sure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sure. That's the rhythm section of holding it down. Sure, that's, you know that's like such a weird song. I feel like that's what you got to do to really stick in somebody's mind. If you do something that just goes down easy the first time, you're not gonna remember it like you do. <clears throat> Toxicity. Because now you know all the little fun loops and turns that you get to sing when you sing along to yeah, Toxicity. Yeah, it is, it is fun to sort of have a uh, five or seven minute song that goes this way and that way. Stop you starting. That, is that a long song or? No. Well, some songs are long. <laughs> but even a short song with that fun stuff. Sure, fun. sure. Have, have you seen the viral video? I shared it from our uh, Sloppy Boys account uh, recently of like a whole wedding just going nuts to that song. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's so great. Check it out, folks. Viral videos are all the rage online. Do you know what's the name of the guy from System of a Down? Is the first uh, Serge Tanky lead singer? Did he have anything to do? Is this ring a bell that he had something to do with the uh, uh, Game of Thrones theme what? or music? All right, we're gonna have to look that up. Would be yeah. cool. I saw I saw a live Game of Thrones thing once. It was like all the music uh, at the forum. And I think he was there. <laughs> oh doing... yeah, I'm seeing he was a guest. He was a surprise guest performer for Game of Thrones live concert experience in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. So it was just that he sang. Oh, yeah. he just maybe did. I think he did vocals of one of the like. Ah! He did. He did. Yeah. Cool. Cool man. Um, okay, today's booze news comes to us from Mike Hanford. Hit it. Well, you remember last? This is sort of a follow up story. Last week I was talking about going out with Neil and Fran to get the. Green Mango Martini. Now, this is contest winner and famed corrector Neil Campbell, uh, creator Mm -hmm. and showrunner of Digman on Comedy Central, and pickle enthusiast Fran Gillespie. Enthusiast. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. And I got a little piece of tape here if we want to listen to that. You can do that now. Okay, we're here at uh, Super Bueno. Bueno. Thank you. Oh, my co-host chiming in. We got two co-hosts here on, uh, what's this new segment called? Mike Eats His Way Through New York City. And drinks. Okay, we got Neil and Fran here at a place called Super Bueno. Neil and Fran, how do you feel? Excited to have this this well-reviewed drink. 
The energy is busting off a of Neil. Fran, how do you feel? I'm pumped. I want to get drunk on a mango green, green martini. Yeah, green mango martini. With a drop of <laughs> some type of uh, chili oil or something. And it's honey in it. It's not a vegan drink. Um, and it's honey in it. This is going to be prove tough for my keto diet. I'm not, not supposed to have it. It's gin. It's a tequila. Yeah. Right, right. It's patrol. Here we go. Salud. Okay, right away, Ooh. it tastes sort of like a margarita. Yeah, it's like sweet. I kind of like it. I like yeah. it a lot. Ooh. Fruity. Yeah. Um, I can taste the alcohol, and I can taste the little chili on top. Yeah, yeah. This is a winner. Yeah, a winner. Well, no further reviews needed. Everyone go to Super Bueno and try this drink. I'll see you guys back in the studio. Hey, they're pouring waters over here. It was Mikey's his way through New York City. <laughs> and drinks. Okay, kind of a t- tail slate on that clip, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I named the segment in the in the thing so I figured I had to add the um the theme song for it. Yeah, and Jeff, it's I know what you say it's and drinks, but I'm just going to do the segment's just going to be called Mike Eats e- His Way. Eats His Way. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. fair. So the green mango martini, a winner three times over. Really good. It was served in a, one of those little stout coupe glasses, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, it had that like a fruity flavor to it. It was it tasted nothing like a real martini. I don't know what, and there were no ingredients from a martini in it. Could uh, we, could three guys like us make one of those? I think so. I don't know all the ingredients though. But this, certainly they could be discovered. Because they could be. Uh, but I think the guy who made it, like, he's the only one who's making them right now. Is he keeping mum? That I don't know. Hmm. But uh, it was very good. And we looked around and it was, like, clear every, that article had, you know, seeped into the uh, neighborhood because there were, yeah. that's the city. Because there were a lot of people. Every table had a couple of those on them. It was New York Mag, uh, Grub Street uh, yeah. r- review and... Yeah, how do you, I mean, I, well, really, I was impressed with, I, I agree, it's like not a martini in any way, but it sounded delicious to me because I also, as a chili oil enthusiast, I like those little floaters on top. Where you're, those are coming through? Those are coming through, and I was I was curious about it. I was like, do I have to drink this whole little dot, the chili oil dot, or is it like all the flavors just like infusing out of it into the drink? And Let's the chili oil dot looks like an olive. That's why we call it a martini. Is that the oh. idea? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I, just I get what you're know. saying, Jeff. It makes it. It makes the whole makes it appear to be the, the whole surface look like a giant olive. Cut. In, oh, I didn't. I hadn't half. thought of that. No, oh, that, oh, I thought that's what you're saying. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, that's cute. Hmm. It's it's um, very cute. It's good, delightful, <laughs> adorable. Well, speak. Hey, speaking of uh, that, reminded me of of New York cocktails that have been in articles. Have you? Mm. There's a place in uh, Columbus Circle called Bad Roman. That's sort of uh, like an over-the-top bacchanal hedonist type of Italian restaurant, and they have a Ooh. pepperoncini martini on the menu, like pepperoncini. Pepperoncini, the the little uh, using yeah. the juice. Uh, yeah, exactly. I've always been curious about that. I've got to go. I got to go check that out. Could be a future episode of Hanford eats his way through New York City. Could mm-hmm. be. It sounds like all these. Uh, these episodes are Hanford drinking his way through New York City. But well, yeah, because okay. you can't eat the pasta at this Italian place because you're keto. Oh, oof. Mm. I, uh, 
look, I know I'm just the keto guy now, and that's all I talk about. But I uh, I was walking in Whole Memphis. Foods the other day, getting getting the ingredients for tonight. I was walking in Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> I walked by some of their, their just their like reheated pizza area, like serve yourself, mm. and the pizza mm. looks so good. The pepperoni, I was just like, oh boy. <laughs> That <laughs> looks like some good stuff right there. <laughs> yeah. Did you cave? Yeah. No, I didn't cave. But but uh, also, you I live in New York. Sh- Why would you be eating Whole Foods pizza? The pizza really calling out to you? I'm just saying, it just looked really good. It was like the yeah, lighting yeah. and the pepperoni. Oh, I've seen it. It's and beautiful. Some some guy was you know picking a piece up and put into a, a little box, and I said, "You're not gonna hit ketosis that way." <laughs> he said, "You're right." You're right. <laughs> Threw it on the ground. I'm just on the cusp. <laughs> I was like, ooh, you sure are, boy. <laughs> Get some gum in this guy's ooh. mouth. P.U. So that's my booze news. It's a good drink, and it's it's fun. It is fun to be on the like tip of something like that. You know, Neil and Fran brought that to my attention. And to go do it and drink it and be like, hey, this is why we came out. That's fun. Yeah, that's fun. It's a fun mm-hmm. activity. Yeah. It's fun that they go to New York and then show you around. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's, it's Fran. Fran used to, well, Fran's lived here for longer than I have. And she oh, also yeah, yeah. has lived in the East Village or Lower East Side. And uh, yeah, like they knew a bunch of spots and we went to them. That's what, that's what happens with uh, celebrity bartender Jack Schramm. He's a New Yorker. Yeah, he comes to L.A. And and when we go there, he takes us out drinking, and then he comes to L.A. and takes us out drinking. And we're like, wow, I never heard about this spot. And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's my first time here. <laughs> well, my suggestion for Neil and Fred is like, let's get some drinks and then go to a movie. And they're like, yeah, we can find something else to do. <laughs> Dang. Well, is there any other booze news before we rip it up? Rip it up. Folks, that's it for booze news. Okay, it's time for the drink of the day, which is sangria you've had. I have had. I have had. Oh my God, three hads and three herds. That never happens. This <laughs> this is not an IBA drink, but we chose this special because, guys, we dropped a single called Gardens of Gomorrah today. It, it, it's about... You know, earthly pleasures, earthly pleasures and sinful desires and carnal delights, quite frankly. Ooh. Oh, and, yeah. And to be so, perfectly frank. you know, mm-hmm. we you're thinking what, what came to mind? We were like, this is this is a uh, nectar, you know, nectar of the gods. Mm. And you sip it and you slosh it. Right. And you indulge right. in the yeah. fruits of the. Earth. Yeah, I like that. That's good. <laughs> and yeah. also being a red wine, red wine based is is applicable because when we were living at the Sonic Ranch on the pecan farm uh, recording this album. There's a little hacienda where we stayed and every night we'd eat a banquet dinner all together. And the owner of the ranch, Tony, has a wine cellar of amazing red wines. And we we were draining mm. red, a lot of red wine, um, eating quesadillas yeah. and barbecue and all kinds of stuff and sucking down yeah, red wine. That's a nice a nice break from being in the studio and drinking uh, Lone Stars all day that you can finally open a nice bottle of red <laughs> at dinner. Of someone else's wine. <laughs> um, I made us a lot of Calpy cordials in the studio and then there was this corn whiskey that we love that was sweet called uh, i believe abyssal uh we got to look into uh, drinking some yeah because that. that really kept Abisole. us up for those late studio nights <laughs> i need to look at abyssal's uh, i tried to buy it recently and bought the wrong thing i have a corn liqueur that's delicious but very sweet um, all i've gotten oh, <laughs> all that came up was abnasol instant maximum strength that's pain it. reliever liquid yep that is it perfect how, how do you spell this thing tim 
I don't know. I might be saying the word entirely wrong. Abasolo. Abasolo. Abasolo whiskey. Whiskey. Well, this, this to me very much fueled uh, the album yes, uh, yes, that is yes, forthcoming, yes. and we should tr- drink it on the pot at some point. But enough Abba Solo talk, though, because it is, after all, the Sangria episode of the show. Sure, um, sure. But this is uh, this is a daytime drink, right? This is a sweetened up fruity wine that you can slurp in the sun. So spring has sprung, summer is creeping up, slopheads. Listen to our new single while you get drunk walking around your neighborhood uh, with uh, sangria, which is a drink (laughs) that started way back, early versions in uh, ancient Rome. And, you know, they say that way back then, like the water was kind of dirty and wasn't always safe to drink. So if you mixed in some alcohol, it helped sterilize it. And then you put in some fruit to kind of make it more palatable. Like the pirates did. Exactly. uh, When they're trying to stave off scurvy. With their little whiskey sours. But uh, Sangria, as we know it, appears a few centuries later in Spain and Portugal. And, you know, they liked it because you could drink it for lunch. It's, 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 you don't get sleepy like if you had straight red wine in the middle of the day. This is like a, a nice little sipper. And it was popular over there, but didn't come to America until the 1964 World's Fair. Which we got to do a deep dive on that someday because I feel like the the sixty four World's Fair was in New York, and it's like yeah, that's where Ken Kesey and the Merry Pranksters and the Further Bus were headed, and like it's a lot of like Disney Epcot type stuff and ideas happen there. Yeah, is that like in Queens the 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 structures that are still like out there? There's like a big yes. dome type ball thing. Okay, yes. Um, that dome, not to be confused with Ty Domi, the hockey player who's now right. retired. Or his son, Max Domi, who plays for the Dallas Stars. But like, exactly. But World's Fairs were like huge. So when it was in America, well, we, you know, there's also the ninth, the 1883 30, 30, one. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking was, of 39. That's the Art Deco one. I love Art Deco, but right. I'm thinking Devil in the White City and um, fucking Paps Blue Ribbon, like the Blue Ribbon year was the Chicago one in 1893. That's, I have said this before, but I recommend that you guys reading that book, everybody reading that book. It is very good. What book? Uh, Devil in the White City. Oh yeah, you did mention this on a previous episode. It's interesting, the whole like, it's about uh, the World's Fair coming together, which is interesting, and then a serial killer on the loose. Ooh, that sounds fun. At the same damn time. A little stab, stab, bitch. Yeah. Hey, who are you tapping me on my shoulder? I'm a serial killer and you've just been stabbed. <laughs> okay, block. Boom. Now I got the knife. Oh, I hadn't considered this. I'm out of here. <laughs> Shit. He's running away faster than I can. I can tell. <laughs> I'd chase him, but I'm pigeon-toed and flat-footed, of course. <laughs> pigeon-toed and alas, not pigeon-winged. <laughs> so the serial killer, serial killer is the devil in that scenario. In the White City. In the mm. White City. Devil sort of works in our Gardens of Gomorrah thing, too. That's Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, okay. But 1964 World's Fair, this is where at the Spanish Pavilion, they were serving sangria and all the Americans like lose their shit for it. And then it gets more popular in America than it ever was in Spain. Mm. And even t- these days, it's like mainly tourists that are in Spain and Portugal tr- drinking this stuff. But this is like... American, like you're out at a tapas bar or a, a, a Spanish restaurant, people are drinking sangria in America. 
very popular drink. And, and, and if we're following it historically about some of the most important things that ever happened. And we are, Tim. <laughs> eventually, you get into the, to the mid-2000s when a young comedy writer moves from New York to L.A., and he's mm. performing with his sketch group, The Birthday Boys, at an mm. alt comedy show in a Spanish restaurant called El Cid mm. in Silver Lake. Yeah. And you may yeah. know El Cid was built by racist D.W. Griffith as a place to have parties after his movie premieres at the Vista Theater, which is now owned by Quentin Tarantino. Has that opened mm. yet? Not no. yet, but they painted it white. I hear Rick Dalton died. Yeah, oh, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> just canonically, Rick Dalton died. I guess. Did they put that up at the New Beverly? They put that on the sign or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I drank, I first drank this stuff at El Cid and was like, "This is delicious." So I always associate it with there, and the Sloppy Boys still play shows there. But I had it at uh, a Spanish restaurant in the in Orange County recently, and then told you guys I, it was good, and we were like, "Why haven't we had this on the pod?" What was? Hey, what do you remember being the best part of El Cid pre-COVID? Quick, don't even think about it. Uh, the the uh, the stage, uh-uh. chips and guac. They nailed the <laughs> chips and guac. They made the chips themselves. They were bubbly and crispy and all they were that. Hot. Ooh, I go and greasy. I went to so many comedy shows at El Cid, drank my fill and had basically free chips. I bought the guac. <laughs> I go after I COVID. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, yes, El Cid. The wait- waiter came up. Can I get you anything? Yes, chips and guac, please. My good man. We don't do chips and guac. Ooh. We do fries. What oh. the fuck? See, here's the fries. thing, Jeff. It's a Spanish restaurant. It's not a Mexican restaurant, so they must have phased out some of the Mexican dishes. They must have phased out the best thing the restaurant had going for them. Hey, Interesting remember <laughs> a block away from there on Sunset, a restaurant called Malo that went out of business. They had these yep. chips. You'd say, can I have chips and guac? And they'd say, hard or soft? And you'd say, soft, soft. chips. Oh. These soft chips that were like not fried all the way. And they were so good. They were chewy chips. Did you like roll the, did you roll the salsa up in them? There's no wrong way to do it, Mike. There's no wrong way <laughs> to eat a soft chip. chip. Soft chip. Um, Let's get into this recipe. I pre-made my sangria today. Did you guys pre-make it? I did some of it. Yeah. Okay. I pre-made it last night, and then I woke up and realized I forgot certain ingredients and added them first thing. I also have a I also have an alternate recipe. <gasps> oh. For keto friends. Now, but Michael, let's... are you referring to that um, on this very podcast, a while ago, we did a drink called the Cali Mocho, which is, we said was sort of a poor man's sangria, Coke and red wine. Red wine. Of course, I couldn't drink uh, Coke because of my keto diet. Tim, you Coke do zero. yours. Coke and I'll... zero sugar. No, no, no. <laughs> well, you can't even have red wine on keto. Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. One glass of dry red wine. Okay, right. good. I can't um, wait to see this all, Michael. I mean, but the thing about making it in advance, I, there's conflicting reports. Some people are like, Oh, you gotta let it sit for three days so it gets all well congealed mm. or whatever. Then mm. other people are like drink it fast because the fruit starts to go bad. So I don't know. I made mine this morning and um, I have not had a sip yet. But because it's not IBA, we found a nice traditional, straightforward recipe from Liquor.com. And here's what you're gonna need: <gasps> two tablespoons of sugar, one orange cut into wedges, one apple cored and diced, one lemon <laughs> cut into wedges. Mm. Mm. 
half cup brandy, half cup orange juice, one bottle of dry red wine, like Rioja. That's exactly what I got. Garnish. I couldn't find it. Hmm. Orange wheel. It was on the bottom shelf, nice and cheap at Albertsons. Um, and here are the steps. In a large pitcher, add the sugar, orange, apple, and lemon, and muddle for 30 seconds. Then add the brandy and OJ and muddle again for 30 seconds. Then add the red wine and stir. Then serve in a red wine glass with ice and garnish with an orange wheel. <laughs> Man, see, 30 seconds is funny because I can do a lot of muddling in 30 seconds. Oof. You let me in there. I'm like a I'm like Detroit's finest Hemi engine. Brrr, machine gun in that shit. So don't tell me 30 seconds. Yeah. They got to come up with a better way to talk about muddling. You know what I didn't do for, for the um concoction I made? It was put the brandy in it yet. Or the the uh, was it bourbon, brandy? What was that? Brandy. Brandy. I haven't put that in yet. I forgot brandy and OJ and I threw it in this morning. Yeah. You need that brandy because I always get bummed anytime there's a wine cocktail or a beer cocktail that doesn't bring in some sort of liquor. You're like, oh, you're watering down. You're sweetening up and diluting a drink so mm -hmm. that it won't get me drunk. But the brandy balances it back out. I'm going to add the brandy, but I, I wanted to. I wish I had done it so it's all kind of doing it right now, like uh, mixing together. Mm -hmm. That's Mine is all sort of mixing together. I'll let you know how it went. But how do you feel about, well, I'm, I'm going to take my wine glass. Fruit. What's that? The thing you got to soak is the fruit more so than the brandy, I think. Yeah, right. Right. But when we're pouring this, I'm going to take my wine glass, fill it with ice. Am I trying to get fruit from the pitcher into the cup? Or is it just if it happens, it happens? I don't like doing that. The times I've had sangria, I, that's what I don't like about it is all the pulpy in this. Yeah, I got a pitcher with a little bit of a strainer, so I'm going to utilize that. <laughs> See, I want it in there because there's, there's apple and that feels like it's meant to be. Like the citrus got all pulpy. It's so mealy. Not mine. I had a beautiful Fuji apple. Oh, I went honey crisp. Ooh. I feel like I just saw a tweet that said, don't eat honey crisp apples. And I didn't read the article. What? Why don't you give it to your boy? Yeah, I'll give it to my boy. I'll <laughs> print it out and mail it to you. Let you read it. Oh, okay. You got to check that Sloppy this. Boy's P.O. box. Oh, yeah. We got we to gotta check it. Haven't done it to this day. <laughs> Whew, there's going to be a lot of goodies in there. All right, folks. We're going to go check the P.O. box, and when we come back, we're going to have sangria in hand. Nice. Ooh, uh, also, uh, just going back to Devil in the White City real fast, I am currently reading uh, Dead Wake, The Sinking of the Lusitania by the same man, Eric Larson. Beautiful book. It's Eric Larson? Eric Larson is the name of the writer. I prefer Gary Larson. Ah, the me works too. Of Gary Larson. <laughs> me too, to be quite honest with you. All right. Folks, I'll see you in a minute. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. Folks, we're back with sangria in hand. Looky, looky. Oh, very Mine did nice. get a bunch of floaties in it. That's all, uh, yeah. It's all raspberry. So here's what I did for Mike. Well, let's take a sip. Let's take a sip. Bottoms up. Mmm. 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 Yeah. Ooh. May have went a little too heavy on the brandy. Mm. Brandy. It's all right. Ooh, I'm chewing chunks over here. Yep. Yep, yep. Mm. Nice. Oh, so this is not too sweet. This is good. I went with a Pinot. Another Spanish wine, I'm told. Is that right? I went with a... Even though Noir is French. Pinot, Gr- Pinot Noir sounds uh, Italian to me. This is a Spanish wine. It's from Spain called Gulp Ablo. Pinot it's Noir a, is French. Sorry. It's sorry, a garn- yeah. Garnacha. Mm. Garnacha? Garnacha. Yeah. Garnacha. Oh, 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 just garnache. This has an A at the end. There you go. So what I did to to change it up a little bit, I did uh, raspberries. Yeah. Yeah, red raspberries. You know, crush those up. 
mm-hmm. did the wine, put the brandy in too late. Uh, it had lemon juice in it, or like lemons and lemon juice. Uh, and then... Ooh, Poland Spring Orange flavor. Poland Spring Orange. I had, I was watching TikTok videos on how to do keto sangria, and they were saying, like, you can add, like, an orange-flavored soda. Uh, uh, there's, like, low-cal. This is zero cals. Sure. But... Uh, you could do a sun kiss. It's got a nice... It's got a nice flavor to it. Yeah, I, I bet. a little more of this, I think, to cut it. I gotta say, like, you know... <laughs> I wouldn't mind a little sparkling something in here. Yeah, bubble it up. Right now I'm going full strength, though. I like it. I'm normally, you're at a party, right? And the sangria shows up. Mm -hmm. It's generally not what I'm going for. Right. We went to a party at Mike Cassidy's, remember? Mm -hmm. And some sangria showed up. Good sangria. (laughs) I, I was still reaching for the Topo Chico Hard seltzers. Yeah. Oh, well, this was an outdoor backyard daytime summer party. You want those hard topos, baby. Sangria. Mm-hmm. What? What? Uh, there's a certain type of person that I see in my mind drinking a sangria. And it's mm-hmm. a guy who's wearing like uh, linen pants oh, and yeah. like an open linen shirt and kind of oh, a yeah. straw hat. Mm-hmm. And his, his wife is <laughs> probably a, rings. His wife, you know, like a, like a nice hat, but it's kind of that wicker. A Necklaces and rings. Mm hmm. He's got it. His wife is wearing a long, flowy dress. They're both like Polly sunburnt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, no, I picture. What do you say, Polly? <laughs> oh, Polly. Oh, no, he means P A U L I E. Polly. <laughs> hey, I'm Polly. Me and my wife are Polly. <laughs> oh. So, so oh. you both. Um, when I think of a sangria drinker, I think of that the dancing lady emoji with the red dress. Oh yeah. Like, oh, interesting. Along. No, she's good. It, sangria seems something like if you're going to like with your parents to like their friend's backyard barbecue and the one parent's like, we made sangria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of like uh, that account mi- middle class fancy, those memes. It feels like that type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, What's mm-hmm. that Santana solo from Supernatural that's like, now have we talked about about this or i think i talked about with little mookie b i do not like carlos santana's guitar playing i like i I, I can get into the early stuff uh, like oye como va or whatever at uh, woodstock 69 but like yeah this and i understand that supernatural is a is a 90s touchstone hey one of the tracks was produced by money mark um oh yeah the eagle eye cherry song but um, that was fun. We were in the studio, and I was like, hey, you ever go platinum? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, damn. <laughs> damn it. Say no more. You do. <laughs> you, think, you think this will go platinum? No, I don't. No. Oh, Take my name off of this. Uh, uh, oh, give me an Alan Smithy. Um, <laughs> hey, so, a side note. I just Googled Pinot Noir, and those are French words. Black. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Grape. Peanut. Uh, I, I want to hear about. No, little... pine and black. Sorry. Uh, Santana, though, you don't like the guitar playing specifically. I mean, that's all he's got, really. Right. Well, I, his he's lead lines player. to me just don't do anything for me. For me, like, like, or whatever. Like, he he's like a noodler. Like that drum intro, but he's he's a noodler. But it's like it's like these boiled down, like basic overthought noodles, like. In his best moments, he conjures a little bit of Jerry Garcia, but Jerry would be fluttering and dipping and diving. You know, mm-hmm. it, somebody describes me like he he plays a he plays pretty basic scales, right? Mm. 
do re mi fa so la ti baby like, like he, he's not, <laughs> he's not jumping into different weird modes and things and like, i mean i wish i wish if he were in mixolydian mode once in a while i might like him mm-hmm. hmm. or dorian <laughs> yeah Yes, yes, yes. Okay. A picture of Dorian, oh, Dorian. Gray mode. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> yeah, Santana's a strange case. That was like the heyday of CDs, the last real golden era of CDs, and he crushed with like yeah. collabs CD. Yeah. That Who was in- that inescapable. Because he doesn't ever sing, right? No. no. But I wonder if that was him. That had the idea, I'm going to do like a duets album with all the hottest stars of the day. Because it's pretty brilliant for like a boomer artist to stay relevant. I'm also yeah. even remembering his performance that I like from uh, Woodstock in the in the Woodstock documentary in the 1969 one. It's mainly the drum solo from his weirdo drummer that I like. So Yeah, that uh, that Kevin Bacon looking guy. Yeah, that Kevin Bacon looking yeah. guy. He, he's got a kind of a little bit of a... Uh, deliverance vibe to him yeah yeah the boy yeah. can drum he can drum away that could be a good uh, patreon episode is that watching that woodstock thing because we did woodstock 99 now we should go ah. back to the summer of 69 Ooh, we should do all brian albums hey, the summer of 69 brian albums th- that was sort of a love fest wasn't it wouldn't you say mm-hmm. i would absolutely agree with you yes it was yeah. the time for love free love sit-ins dope Free yep. thinking. Yeah. Probably a fair say, amount of uh, sucking and fucking, too. Tie-dyed shirts. Probably. You know, uh, November 22nd, 1963, JFK was assassinated, and that shocked Ooh. the nation. But then a few months later, early 64, four mop tops played Ed Sullivan. So, <laughs> Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> and then la- I would have to agree. Years, years later, they had... Uh, Woodstock is what, what we were talking about. And Jeff's gone. Where the Jeff hell did Jeff off, go? Walking off Sorry, the pod. Sorry, some guy needed to blow some leaves. Okay, He's always fucking moving. Here's what I wanted to get towards. Gardens yes. of Gomorrah. Oh, wow, what, a, what an amazing celebration of just pleasure. Hedonism. And leisure. Indulgence. <laughs> um, Tim, you wrote this song, mm-hmm. and you had it pretty well nailed down. But I remember you had sort of a placeholder as far as like a hooky earwormy part. Yep. That little lick there. Oh, oh yeah, this is Come to Papa, Oh Mama, Daddy like. Let's talk a little bit about how oh, this that, came uh, uh, uh. to be. Oh yeah. So yeah, this is what I did. I had the rest of the song uh, but but not that. So we needed we needed a little zippy pippy, and this is why you have a guy like Money Mark. This is why he's the dude, okay? And he sees I might, things from a different angle, maybe a more experienced. Angle. I was thinking about hanging out with him a lot. I, I think I might change my name to Legal Tender Tim. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, I was thinking of going to Dollar Dutz. Yeah, Money Mike for me. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so Money Mark went into the vocal booth and started like just kind of freestyling on the mic, vocal yelps and yeah, just sort of nonsense. He was riffing non nonverbal kookiness. And he spit the signal out through a cable, like distorted, and was playing it with a peso, like on a, wa- a wire and a peso, touching them together to complete a circuit. Yeah, he comes up with. 
Yeah. Basically. And, and we were like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Back to Jeff. <laughs> Damn, this but, is better than the track. Because you were playing it on a, uh, your part, Jeff, on a keyboard. Yeah, so my part is keyboard. So those are two different instruments right there, one being a voice and the other one. Let's just play it one more time. Money Mark with the peso wire. Money Mark with the peso wire. <laughs> then comes Jeff and Tim. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Tim, I needed your help on uh, ma- uh, making that synth do that thing. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. The, the expression. I was doing the warble. The wow. That reminded me of uh, the, the dolphin sound in that Justin Bieber song, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, that's like Diplo and Skrillex messing around with Bieber's vocal. Bieber's vocal. Mm-hmm. That's so cool to be to know music and instruments that well. That's like, oh, I know how to. Because Mark is, we heard him like playing the piano and he was amazing. But then he, just to know, like, oh, I can also fuck with the chords, like the cables. Mm. Very neat. The, the knobs. He's a cable guy. Now, we haven't even talked about, like, the verses and the choruses and the vocal parts. We're just kind of teasing you with the little instrumental parts. Yeah, but I think that what's kind of cool is for, for listeners of the pod. If yeah, this th- is this a special. Album, know what's going on. This album has a little, few little winks and little treats for the slopheads who are who who drink along with us on the show. and mm-hmm. Or just listen along. You don't have to drink. That's true. Or That's subscribe true. along over on Patreon.com, the Sloppy Boys Blowout. That's kind of hey. where it's really going on. Hey, let's take it back to the drink here. How you feeling? Mm. I love it. It's, it's red okay. wine, but better. I want to not like it as much as I... I came, I came into this with an attitude. I'll say it. Mm-hmm. I really expected not to like it. I did a great job making the sangria. Better than the <laughs> lady at the park last time I had it. Now, do you taste like, does it feel like it's it's been mixing together for a day? Yes. Yeah, oh, good. the flavors are so entwined. Mine's only about a couple hours. <laughs> oh, oh my, my flavors just came untwined. Oh, <laughs> oh there's a lemon. Ah, and I'm just tasting <laughs> one sip is stra- straight brandy. Next sip, <laughs> apple core. I'll say... <laughs> I'll save my review for the final thoughts. Thank you very much. All right. Well, let's go make a second round, and I'm going to do a little tweak. I'm curious second to see round. if you got it. Have you finished your first? Read it and weep, baby. Damn, dude. Oh, 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 oh. oh let's I didn't take a little break. Back. Well, this if we take a break, it'll give um, it'll give our listeners a chance to listen to the ads. Nice. You know? Good. That's good for That'll them. That'll be good for them. You know, if they don't want to sub to the Patreon, they, they want to listen to the ads. And I'm going to add ice to my drink. Love it. We'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. We're back with our final thoughts on this devilishly delightful sangria. Mm. Mm. I did nothing differently. I'm still just drinking mm. from my pitcher. But <laughs> wait, what did you do differently? Splash LaCroix. Oh, bubble boy. Splash a lemon LaCroix just to sort of sharpen it up. Give it make yeah. it make it a nice little spritzer. Lemon LaCroix as featured on uh the final season of Succession. Mm. Ooh, no spoilers. Oh, but I want to spoil it all. I am caught up. Um, I added ice to mine, and that helps a bit, quite a bit. Oh yeah, you gotta have the ice. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Why is that? That a cold um, beverage tastes a little different than a warm one? Because hmm. it's diluting Same it, and stuff then also it's diluting yeah, it, and quick. then cold. The cold coldness impairs your taste buds in a good way. Mm. Ah. So if um, ice cream was hot, it would be like super flavored. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. If ice cream was hot, it would be super flavored. Yes. I've had a little too much sangria. <laughs> um, a little too much sangrigio. <laughs> Sangranzi. Sangranzia. Um, um, all right. Final thoughts, please. Submit them. Delicious. Love it. I knew I was going to love it. I love this drink. This is probably the best sangria I've ever had. Michael? Well, I've done this before. I'm going to do it again, and I know it's going to get a lot of laughs from you, a lot of chiding from you, too. I don't like this. It's not an order again, but I do believe it's in Stone Cold Classic territory. As far as the fame, the recognition. That's interesting. A nuanced take, Mike, which I appreciate. Yeah. What do you think of a slophead holding a gobble of this and sloshing around, spilling it while they... They kind of amble around their backyard listening to the new Sloppy Boys single. I think that's actually perfect. <laughs> yeah, that I like. They ke- they're keeping it contained. Backyard. Don't Turn the hose on too. <laughs> spray it down your pants. Spray it up your friend's ass. I don't care. Yeah, depends who your friend is. Speaking I guess. Of, yeah, I feel like this leaf blower is blowing leaves up my ass right now during the recording. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. <laughs> 
Good, good, good. All right, for me, this is an order again. Normally, I don't go for the sangria. It's a little too tart. It's been sitting in the sun when I come across it oftentimes. This, though, if you follow this recipe to a T, mm. slop heads, mm-hmm. make it the night before. Mm. Make it, you know, nice and cold. Mm. And then pour it on some ice. God, it's good. <laughs> God. I gotta say, spritzing it up with a LaCroix is a good move. This is gonna power me through the blowout. Spritz. Um, I'm mm. looking forward to having the rest of my pitcher in the fridge and I can hit it all week. You know, I never finished my Borg. There came a time when I was cleaning my fridge and I had to yeah. out the rest of my Borg. I can't uh, believe it. Yeah. I'm going to finish this. The Borg. I definitely had one more swig of it. A friend was over. I was like, try this. And he was like, oh, this is gross. And then it was like, all right, that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. Goodbye. Anything, Tim. I... Yeah, I don't. I I I don't want to um, dabble in alcoholism too strongly. But if you were to have a morning drink, imagine if you had a pitcher of sangria in your fridge. Like, if I woke up in the morning, I could imagine myself taking like one sip, just not not even to get buzzy, but to be like like another round style, sort of like you wake up in the morning. Oh, oh, the movie of, Another Round he's talking about. Yeah, the, sure. the Danish film. You wake up, you're in your BVDs, you walk to the kitchen, you take a sip of sangria just to take the edge off the morning, you know? <laughs> you're already stressed out. Ooh, I got to take the edge off. My God. <laughs> Yikes. I got to go to work funny today. Thing, my, I'm stressed out about my alcoholism, but then the solution it was right in front of your face the whole time i'll tell you i like having those um those three packs of little champagnes because every once in a while in the pod we got to make a little champagne uh and i've gotten the i think it's la marca prosecco does that ring any bells yeah, those yeah, little yeah, three yeah packs that, bing yeah. bing bing a little twist topper and i use one for the pod and then i think ooh, i'm gonna keep one or two of these in the fridge because it would be so cool to wake up on a sunday let's say you got and let's say you have a woman stay over, right? Jefferson. And you say, hey, you want some coffee? Or hey, you want a mimosa? That would be pretty That's cool, That's nice. Huh? But she's like- To be able to say if that. If it's a weekday and she's like, no, I'm like rushing off to the office, you weirdo. Well, this is, I'm, this is strictly like- <laughs> this, this is, is my Sunday, job. This is Sunday morning type shit. I'm Sunday talking- vibes. Well, then church. Sunday you got to rush off to church. Uh, Father <laughs> Pashas is about to give his homily. <laughs> You had Father Pashas? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I had Father Tom. Oh, salt of Damn. the earth, man. Brother Tom got fired from my school for being a perv. Yeah, Brother Andrew from mine. Yeah. Bishop Girton High School. All right. Folks, if if you have somebody stay over, you want to offer them, if you can offer them a, a mimosa, great. Or maybe just a coffee with a splash of rum chata. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> Here's what I Either do. way, you're keeping the party going into the rest of the day. A rose con rum. <laughs> I think we're getting a little too... We're getting um, a little silly and sippy, slippy. but it's because it's single drop day and we're proud of our work and we went to the Ooh. Sonic Ranch. We worked with an, an idol of ours, Money Mark. We made a wonderful song. And what do you say? Like, guys, we're celebrating Jeff is back in the band. He quit. 
And Jeff, yeah, he's back. Oh Jeff, yeah, you're putting out solo project music, which we love, and then meanwhile we're putting out band music, which we love. Mm-hmm. It's oh, it's man. the summer of love, not unlike 1968. Oh, that's why you brought that up before. You know what it feels like? It's like I'm back where I need to be, like sort of uh, creative relationship wise, uh-huh. uh-huh. but then also I have my like thing on the side, which is really spicy. It's right. Yeah, you you can express yourself outside of the rigid structure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're back. You're back in the crayon box, Jeff. Mm. Crayon box? Crayola, yeah, the Crayolas. Maybe. Very oh. colorful, very creative, and yes, we, we, sure. you're back. That's a, and uh, also, re- wait, hold on. You're the brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a regional pronunciation, crayon. I say crayon. Oh, crayon? Crayon. Come on. Crayon. Oh, crayon. interesting. Crayon. Calvin and Hobbes, they say crayon. Yeah, in Peanuts cartoons, they say crayon. And I, and I remember reading Oh, that's what it is, yeah. Thing. Yeah. That's how I learned to speak <laughs> through cartoons. That's our show. Follow us on social media at the Sloppy Boys where we release these recipes ahead of time. And if you can't get enough boys and you really want to stay on top of the inter interpersonal drama, yeah. you gotta get the blowout. You gotta go Ooh, right. you gotta go to patreon.com slash the sloppy boys, slap down the five bucks, and you get the whole back catalog of, let's be honest, the better show. Better show, and this week we talked about our favorite fourth albums. Here we are, finally announcing our fourth album. That's kind of cool. It's the summer of slop. Guys, the spring has sprung. Shit is over. No more Bramble Rambles. You're summer sloshing time. around Gamora. <laughs> Sodom and Gamora with a sangria. Woo. You know? We have surprises in store for you, folks. You're going to have a great We got big time. shit. We have big. We have, there's stuff coming. That's that's there's stuff coming. That's fun. Nasty. There's stuff coming. Nasty and folks, stuff. this is a It's not even the stuff you think. That's what's so great. That stuff. <laughs> yes, but then also other stuff. Folks, you got to tune in, watch this space because we have new stuff coming all summer long and you got to be in on the ground floor for it. Yes, folks, watch this space and also watch the space between. Ooh. <laughs> hey, that's I good. have a uh I have my review of the drink. I should have said it before. You hate it. You didn't like I know, it. but I want to say it this way. Mm-hmm. I don't like this sangria. <laughs> I don't like these Damn. sips at all. <laughs> I don't like these sips at all. I had a Cali Mocho and I <laughs> barfed Spilled it all. It all. <laughs> God, you're reminding me of Sal DeFalco over here, the guy I first heard <laughs> sing Santeria before Bradley Noel. <laughs> here, I have an idea just to take us out. I think we should play Gardens of Gamora in its entirety. Yes. The nice. lead single off of our new album. But do you think that the folks at home are going to listen to it and and favorite it and follow us on all those Ooh, I hope so. streaming platforms that we depend on so heavily? Yeah, help us out, folks. We're really excited about this music, and we're really excited about all the stuff coming. Give us some shares on Instagram and Twitter and Tic Tac. Rank and report. Rank and report. We got to. We need it, folks. <laughs> all right, guys. Great episode and great episode. Those of you listening at home. Enjoy the song, Gardens of Gomorrah. Listen to it online. Check it out. Bye, folks. She's so uptight, she's so uptight, all tucked away on her ivory shelf.
she's easy on the eyes, but she's hard on herself. You gotta get down loose with your boy. Rapunzel, let down your shorts. Tell your mama, tell your papa, and all the church ladies sing. Tell your pappy, tell your nieces and your nephew Tell your doctor, tell your fucking cousin Grant too In the garden 